Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Monday. It's the 16th of January. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. State lawmakers are not at the Capitol today in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The 2023 session started last week, while Governor Kim Reynolds' school voucher-style plan was the biggest headline last week. She's also proposing merging Iowa's 37 state agencies into 16. IPR's Katerina Sestarek has the details. Reynolds has already merged three health-related agencies into one Iowa Department of Health and Human Services. She says that effort has paid off and resulted in a better experience for Iowans, and she doesn't want to stop there. Reynolds is planning to introduce a bill that would cut the number of state agencies by more than half. She says she has a great team of directors and thousands of hardworking public servants. But that talent can't meet its full potential when it's hampered by a fractured structure that's run on autopilot for decades. We can do better for Iowans. The Reynolds administration paid about a million dollars to a consultant who identified more than $200 million in savings over four years. Reynolds staff says there won't be any layoffs, but more than 500 vacant positions would be eliminated. Democratic leaders say any government reorganization should be done carefully and not rushed. The FBI says it is continuing the investigation of alleged voter fraud by the wife of Woodbury County Supervisor Jeremy Taylor. Kim Taylor was arrested and charged on Thursday of last week with 52 counts of alleged voter fraud in the 2020 primary and general elections. Woodbury County Attorney, or excuse me, County Auditor Pat Gill says he became aware of an issue when a local voter who was an Iowa State University student contacted him about his name being used on a ballot. person said that they had requested an absentee ballot and they went to the Secretary of State's website where we all enter that information. And when they uh, looked at the Secretary of State's website, they said, you have a ballot that says that you uh, have a ballot from me and I didn't vote that ballot. The brother of that student also reported his name was used on an absentee ballot. Gill contacted the Secretary of State and was advised to call the FBI. He says the FBI asked to see all the ballots and then started their investigation. Jeremy Taylor has not released a statement about the allegations. The farm bill is up for renegotiation this year, and acrimony among House Republicans may cause massive problems. Harvest Public Media's Frank Morris reports if lawmakers can't agree, it could mean disruptions in food aid and even caps on crop production. Twice a decade, Congress reworks the way government dispenses billions of dollars in farm subsidies and hundreds of billions in food assistance programs. It's a huge job that requires bipartisan cooperation. Pat Westhoff is an agricultural economist at the University of Missouri. He says that the rise in hardline conservatives in the House will make it tougher to work out a deal. We're taking a complicated situation, making it more complicated. Westhoff says Republicans will likely demand cuts to nutrition programs. If Congress can't agree on a farm bill, one that President Joe Biden will sign, agricultural subsidies could revert to arcane 1949 rules. A new study has found states that have expanded Medicaid eligibility saw fewer postpartum hospitalizations. The study was published in the journal Health Affairs last week. It compared hospital data from 2010 to 2017 for four states that expanded Medicaid and four that did not. 
One of those states was Iowa, which expanded Medicaid in 2014. It found the states that did the expansion had 17 percent fewer hospitalizations up to 60 days postpartum. Maria Steenland is a research assistant professor at Brown University and one of the study's authors. She says further research is needed to determine why exactly. One of the big caveats in the study is that we don't have the type of data to be able to look at um, what researchers call mechanisms. So, you know, exactly what caused this decrease is not something that we can really address in the study. State data shows that 41 percent of Iowa births in 2021 were funded by Medicaid. And the city of Coralville is applying for state and federal grants to help pay for relocating overhead power and communication lines underground. The Utility Resilience Project is estimated to cost $19.6 million. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports residents are invited to a public information meeting tomorrow at 515 in the Coralville City Hall to learn more. This is Here First from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. This IPR podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion, the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including above and beyond cancer.